0: Let's talk about sleep, because we all need it, but are you getting enough of it? In this episode, I want to rock you off to sleep. No, not literally, of course, but you know, right, that stress, anxiety, and worry are some of the biggest factors at play that impact on the quality of your sleep. Did you also know that poor lifestyle behaviours and poor bedroom environment are important contributors to that? poor quality sleep. More and more evidence indicates that sleep regulates all the physical and psychological functioning of your body. Sleep might well even save or extend your life. So this is a really important topic for us today. And because I want you to have a long, happy and joy-filled life, I'm going to share with you my top mindset tips for successful sleeping, teach you how to support yourself to enable peace, deep sleep, and give you some techniques to try when it's just not happening. So come on, let's go to the show. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, success coach and trusted counsellor. Each week I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life, so you can free up more time and earn more money. It is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms, so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart. If you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun, doing what you love with who you love, then this show is for you. Following on from last month's theme of connection, we're running straight into March, the month of energy, beginning to feel like winter is receding and spring is on its way. I'm minded to say that you're likely to be springing into action, as we come out of deep winter hibernation. Like cows who get less out of the cow shed, bouncing and leaping about. I want to bring you tips on how you can manage your energy levels, starting this week with restorative sleep. We have a guest expert coming on the show in the next week or so, Kat Kimber from Nude Nutrition. She's going to talk all about how we fuel our bodies. I'm really excited about the month ahead as we dive deep into energy. Oh, before we go, I wanted to remind you that if you feel like you'd like to take some action to light up your life, but you're lacking the motivation, the direction, or the energy, I do have a few coaching spots left in my spring true growth program. You'd be welcome to join me for 12 weeks of in-depth guidance through what I promise will be a transformative journey. I'll pop the link to my calendar in the show notes so you can book in for a free consultation and find out how to put that spring in your step needed for you to have the success you're dreaming of. The inspiration for this episode came one night as I was lying awake. Oh, the irony is not lost on me. I was trying to get to sleep, but nothing much was happening. Now, sleep is not normally elusive for me. More often than not, I my head hits the pillow and whew, I'm gone. But when I'm stressed, I can, like most people, wake at 4am to the sound of my mind chattering about heaven knows what. The what-ifs and the if-onlys. It's like they're having a party in my head. Until, that is, I address them. I round them up and gently but firmly direct my mind to other things. On this particular occasion, I was having a busy time. And that often leads me up the garden path towards gate anxiety. Having already scaled worry wall, it's not unusual for my private coaching clients to report disrupted sleep or insomnia That has been the norm for them for an extended period of time. And this is something that does need to be addressed. After all, sleep deprivation is a form of torture. You ask any new parent and they will confirm that. Without good quality restorative sleep, it's doubly hard to think straight. And when you're not thinking straight, it's easy for your emotional state to become agitated And as you feel less resilient to stress, things that would normally take in your stride just seem to floor you. And because as a success coach and and trusted counsellor, I see it as my mission to help you find freedom from fear, worry, anxiety. I want to share with you some tips today. Top mindset tips for success for sleep teaching you how to support yourself to enable that peaceful, deep sleep and to give you some techniques to try when it's just not happening. So let's break it down. Really, today's session comes in two sections. The first one I'm going to call low-hanging fruit. And this really relates to all the practical mindset things you can do to help your sleep hygiene. Yeah, I know. Hygiene. Because sometimes we can have some dirty routines that stop us from getting that sleep we so desire and our bodies and minds need. How can you make time to have a wind-down routine that will help you relax before bed? For example, I make a point now of meditating or doing a few yoga stretches or perhaps even just having a relaxing bath with lavender oil or scented candles at the end of each and every day. This is a stark contrast to putting out the bins, and making the packed lunches, putting on another load of laundry. Or worse, falling asleep in front of the TV with a glass of red wine in hand. Now I'm not saying I haven't been there in the past. Believe me, I was there, especially when my kids were young. Now, though, I prioritise myself and my body's needs over my chores list. This takes some planning, but it's definitely doable. And if you can't imagine changing your bedtime routine, then I want to encourage you to find a way to incorporate one of the suggestions above. First, and then build on from there. Support yourself by providing the right environment and opportunity for sleep to come. You can do this by, you know, aiming to stop your work activities at least 60 or an hour and a half before bed. I have an alarm that goes off at 8pm every evening to remind me it's time to start that routine. You can find a way to leave your worries outside of the bedroom door. Perhaps write a journal. This is one tip I found worked really well for my private coaching clients. Is to write a list of all the things that are left undone from the day. Before you leave your desk. That way your mind can relax. Knowing that those all important tasks are ready and waiting for you when you get back refreshed in the morning. Free up your mind so you can relax. What else can you do? Perhaps you could also try making a few sleep-friendly changes to your environment, like using blackout curtains or blinds. Oh golly, I wish I'd discovered this when my kids were little. But keeping your bedroom dark and cool will help to signal to your body that it's time for bed. Removing electronics from the bedroom. Think about leaving your phone on charge somewhere else. I really would discourage any use of a TV or a laptop. Leave those things outside of your bedroom. By keeping your bedroom as a sanctuary, you will send cues to your mind that this is a place to relax and feel at ease. If you live and work in one room, perhaps find a way of screening off your work area or pack away your work things as it's essential to get those bits out of sight. Now, I have listed there nine, at least, really simple, effective tips. What I would call low-hanging fruit. Put them into practice and see how you get on. Remember, this is more about the longevity the lifelong impact that sleep deprivation can have on you. It really is important to get a good night's sleep. But if you've already tried all of the above and still no joy, then it's time to get out the big guns. Sleep problems can be triggered by something stressful like work or a family problem, but even something happy like a wedding. Sometimes as the problem goes away, once the stress is removed, the sleep comes back in. But it can persist. And this can lead to a vicious cycle of negative thoughts and feelings about sleep, which in turn can lead to poor sleep. And if that persists for any longer than a few days or so, you can find yourself stuck in a habit. If you've already prepared yourself for sleep by following the practices suggested above in the low-hanging fruit, and you're tucked up in bed and nothing is happening, sleep is still eluding you. What can you do? I mentioned meditation earlier. Why not try this form of meditation? It's a game. Your mind loves a game. So when you're in bed, trying to sleep but nothing much is happening you can try this exercise starting at your toes wriggle them scrunch them up and then release do this all the way through your body so then your lower legs tense them tense them all up and then relax make a fist out of your hands and relax tense your arms your shoulder and neck and then relax each time you will feel tension leaving your body and your body will start to relax into the bed as you move through each part and it relaxes It's not allowed to move any longer. Paying attention to your breath as you do this exercise, notice if any body part that's been tensed and relaxed starts to move again. Because if it does, you have to get back to the beginning and start again at your toes. This is an alternative to counting sheep. But that does bring to mind another exercise. Instead of counting sheep, perhaps start counting your blessings. Start thinking about all the things you're grateful for in your day. A bit like the shopping list game. You know, the one where I went to the shop and I bought an apple. And then your neighbour says, I went to the shop, I bought an apple and a can of tuna. And then the neighbour after that says, I went to the shop, I bought an apple, a can of tuna and an orange. If you do this with your blessings and build them up, one after one after another, layer upon layer, You'll soon find rest coming to you. These activities work by giving your mind something to think about. It will be kept busy observing your breath and following the rules of the game. It just won't have time to settle on those thoughts that were upsetting you and you will fall soundly asleep. Another alternative game is to use imagery. Imagining your happy place be it by a lake or a river or by the sea. The trick is that once you're in bed, think about what you can give your mind to focus on rather than say the fact that you're not sleeping. One technique that's proven to work is using imagery. Imagining a scene that is calming and relaxing, like wandering through your favourite park or sailing along in a gentle breeze. Something that's engaging rather than exciting to the brain. So to recap, there are lots of low-hanging fruit to harvest first. Take a look at your bedtime routine. Start by allowing time to transition from the end of your working day to bedtime. You can do this by incorporating meditation or having a relaxing bath, stretching or some yoga practice, writing a journal, Spending time thinking about all the great things in your day. Celebrating your wins, big and small. This is also known as a gratitude journal. Because an attitude of gratitude is more likely to put you in the right frame of mind for sleep. It's the opposite of worry. and what ifs. Making a list of outstanding tasks ready for the next day and leave it at the office. Treat your bedroom as a sanctuary, a safe place of peace and relaxation. And if you share your bedroom with a loved one, this is not the place to be bringing up grievances from the past. Keep it dark and keep it cool. And if you've done all of the above and there's still no joy, then try the meditation game. It's a bit like the sleeping lions game that kids play, but with your limbs or try visualisation, and there are loads of guided meditation apps available, free or paid for. The choice is yours. I would just say though, if symptoms persist for longer than a few days, there may be an underlying psychological or physiological reason, and I strongly suggest you seek advice from a professional, either a qualified counsellor or your GP. As a trusted counsellor myself, I provide a confidential and safe environment for private coaching clients to explore difficult and challenging thoughts and feelings that may be surfacing from the past. If you find you are ruminating over past events, this could be a symptom of post-traumatic stress. You would benefit from professional support to heal. Do not delay. As sleep deprivation can make things feel a lot worse. So the longer it goes on, the worse it might get. I said I wanted to rock you off your sleep today. I hope that these mindset tips and support strategies have you sleeping soundly tonight. I would love to hear how you like to drift off to sleep. And I also have a special gift available for the first five listeners who leave a review for the show on iTunes or my Facebook page if that's easier. I would be delighted to send you one of my lovely lavender bags to pop under your pillow It's a thank you and a sign of my appreciation. So go ahead, leave your review now. Sleep tight, my lovelies. Until next time. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed today's show, I would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and leave me a review. And to show my appreciation, each month I will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call. Simply leave your review for a chance to win. How good is that?